This podcast is sponsored by Skylight Frame. Mother's Day is almost here. What are you getting her? Something that shows you care. Something that makes her feel loved. Something that won't stress you out. Something like the Skylight Frame. The Skylight Frame is the perfect gift. It's a touchscreen photo frame your whole family can upload photos to from wherever they are in the world. It's a way to share with her all the moments that matter. It sets up in seconds. You can even make sure that it's already loaded with photos when your mom opens her Mother's Day gift. And her Skylight Frame can hold thousands of the treasured photos you share. It's an easy, heartfelt way for mom to stay connected with those who matter most. It really is the perfect gift. Now, as a special Mother's Day offer for our listeners, get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash easy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightframe.com slash easy. Welcome to Happy Class. This is a special bonus series of the Live Free Creative podcast, where I, Miranda Anderson, give you a little bit of an inside scoop into my Master of Applied Positive Psychology program at UPenn. I am going to spend the 2022-2023 school year diving deep into the science of well-being, answering the question, what makes life worth living? And I'm excited to share little bits and pieces along the way with you. So whether you're interested in what's it like being in graduate school as an almost 40-year-old, or if you, like me, are interested in living a little bit better life, I hope that you'll enjoy these quick, thoughtful insights as to the things that I'm learning and what I think about them. Hop into my backpack. Let's head on in to happy class. Hey friends, welcome back to Happy Class. I am just off of another on-site weekend. So I spent the last three days in live digital classes from the morning to the evening every day with just short breaks in between speakers and a little lunch break here and there. These intensive weekends are intense. There's a lot of information coming at you all at once and the classes are all so interesting and overlap in some different ways. Sometimes I forget like what class I'm in because the topics are all so relevant for all of the different classes. We're learning about research, we're digging into positive interventions or applications of the information that we learn. We're talking about perspectives of well-being, so all the different frameworks that there are for what it means to live a good life. Uh, And we're also talking about just the basic intro to positive psychology, which has been really interesting because it's sort of like an intro to positive, positive psychology as well as the cutting edge what's happening right now in positive psychology. We have had some speakers with books that aren't yet published or research that is in uh, review right now. And one of the highlights of this last weekend was Marty Seligman, who is well-known as the father of positive psychology, the founder of the program here at Penn, he basically gave us a four-hour lecture all about his current research and development in the field of positive psychology with regards to agency. The idea of agency, what comprises agency, how it's measured, 
why it matters, a historical view, really like a how agency has shaped the world throughout history. I found this topic to be especially interesting because I have gravitated towards the idea of freedom, which I would almost interchange with agency. I mean, the idea that you are free to make choices to benefit your life. Marty defined agency as the psychological belief that I can influence the world. And I have always thought about agency, the idea of agency as being able to make choices. Of course, you wouldn't necessarily make a choice if you believed that that choice wouldn't make a difference on any sort of outcome. So I think my intuition around what agency has felt like for me is very similar to what Marty explained in his research. He spoke about agency as being comprised of three different main building blocks. One is efficacy, which is the expectation that you can reach a goal. And he related this to trying. If you have efficacy, that means that you are willing to try because you believe that your trying may indeed influence an outcome. Building block two is optimism. This is the ability to see into the future and persist. Even if the world doesn't meet your expectation right now, with optimism, you believe that you can influence the world, that you, if you continue to try and if you are persistent in your efforts, that things will work out. You believe that things can get better. And imagination was the third building block. I loved this one, the idea that we can come up with a range of goals, that we can be incredibly creative in the way that we approach different obstacles and uh, pathways in our lives. This is our ability to imagine scenarios that don't yet exist and start to put together new pathways and new resources to create outcomes that maybe we haven't seen before. Imagination lends itself to the idea of creativity, bringing forth things that are not currently in our lives, that we have the ability to influence and navigate the world in such a way that things can happen that haven't happened before. I listened to this lecture with a couple ideas in mind. One is that this feels so central to my own value system. For years now, I've based a lot of my work on the idea of creativity, adventure, and intention. And of course, my business, my podcast, my website is called Live Free Creative. Like these are the things that I have tried to embody because they feel so valuable to me. In fact, I was thinking during this lecture that one of the first times that I had like a true light bulb moment that I remember in my adulthood, I think I, I've probably had many throughout the course of my life, just in regular development. But when I was 25, I went to a conference for the first time, Alt Summit, which actually just happened last weekend in New York, and I wasn't able to make it because of school. Uh, it was the first time that I haven't gone that it's been held in 10 years. And it actually was kind of a little bit of like poetic uh, irony that I was thinking about, I, you know, I'm sitting in this lecture for my 
graduate degree program thinking about how my interest in this entire field began 10 years ago at Alt Summit when I heard Stefan Sagmeister, who's just a world-renowned graphic designer, speak about happiness. He, his whole keynote, he's a graphic designer, so it was like kind of odd, but his whole keynote was about happiness. He had just embarked on a documentary called The Happy Project, something like that, and he talked about uh, all of the different research that he had done around happiness. And it was the first time that I heard some of these statistics that are so relevant to me now and that I'm, you know, sort of rehashing again in graduate school. The idea that money doesn't have a straight line positive correlation with happiness. Like it, it although we often think this, the more money we have, the more happy we aren't. That's not the way that the curve looks. Uh, in fact, after you have your basic needs met, you're above the poverty line, it doesn't seem to influence your happiness level very much at all. And there comes a point where the curve starts to trend down, where the more money you have, the less well-off you tend to be um, emotionally, the less well-being that you have in your everyday life for a variety of reasons. It was the first time that I heard this quote that sort of rocked me to my core. Stefan Sagmeister talked about how when he was thinking about the rhythm of his everyday life and how to feel better, just how to be happier, he decided that he was going to do more of the things that he liked and less of the things that he didn't like. And that that is like so simple, this idea of doing more of the things that you like and less of the things that you don't like. Of course, that's going to increase your well-being because you are going to be generating positive emotion, interest, curiosity, savoring, awe, passion, flow, all of these things that are highly associated with well-being and happiness. And doing less of the things you don't like decreases some of your negative emotion, decreases some of the idea that you are stuck or that you feel like you have to do things you don't want to do or sort of begrudgingly accomplishing things that don't feel meaningful to you. There's no meaning making in doing all the things that you don't want to do just because they're on a list or just because you think you should do them. This podcast is sponsored by Skylight Frame. Mother's Day is almost here. What are you getting her? Something that shows you care. Something that makes her feel loved. Something that won't stress you out. Something like the Skylight Frame. The Skylight Frame is the perfect gift. It's a touchscreen photo frame your whole family can upload photos to from wherever they are in the world. It's a way to share with her all the moments that matter. It sets up in seconds. You can even make sure that it's already loaded with photos when your mom opens her Mother's Day gift. And her Skylight Frame can hold thousands of the treasured photos you share. It's an easy, heartfelt way for mom to stay connected with those who matter most. It really is the perfect gift. Now, as a special Mother's Day offer for our listeners, Get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash easy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightframe.com slash easy. At the heart of this idea is agency. You can't say, I'm going to do more of the things that I like and less of the things that I don't like unless you believe that that choice sits in your hands. Unless you are willing to reclaim the driver's seat of your life. 
And there are indeed, for sure, without question, life circumstances for some people that make this a lot easier. Agency is not very hard to come by when you live a life of privilege. It's definitely easier to feel like you have influence over your life when your life's fairly easy. Most of your basic needs are met by objective standards, that you're not impoverished, that you are not being uh, societally oppressed by policy, that you have the ability to see the way that the choices that you make influence the external world. And that's not a given for a lot of communities. It's not a given for everyone. For most of you listening to this podcast, it probably is. There's a lot of people without access to the circumstances that make agency a given. Here's one question that I have lingering that I'm going to be thinking about and looking into over this next few weeks during this section of class. Even in circumstances where you don't feel like you have a lot of choice, even in circumstances where your ability to control external circumstance is low, how much does agency benefit you in an in your internal world? I'm pretty sure that optimism is associated with higher well-being regardless of socioeconomic status, regardless of uh, the level of privilege that one has, that you actually open doors that are closed to you without optimism, without trying and persisting. The same thing with imagination. I, I would believe just like intuitively that the more creative and imaginative one is, even in dire or seemingly difficult circumstances, that those attributes will increase upward momentum. And this in no way means that I believe people should just pull themselves up by their bootstraps. In fact, the opposite. I believe we have a, we have a responsibility in our communities, in our families, in our cultures, in our societies at large in the world to create policies, to create systems that are, are equitable. And while that work is being done systemically, how can we help in our own sphere, our families, our communities, our neighborhoods, the organizations with which we associate, where we feel a passion, how can we help to increase optimism, imagination, and efficacy or agency among the people with whom we associate? How can we increase optimism, efficacy, and imagination within ourselves? I, before this whole lecture, before graduate school, before any of this, I would have suggested that the first step is to make a choice and the second step is to give it a try. And I know now that there's a lot of other pieces that go in there. It feels really easy to say and less easy to do. And yet, there's still something to that simplicity of just giving yourself the space to think, what do I like? What do I want to do more of in my life? And what do I not like so much? 
And how can I make space to do those things less or to reframe them or to add meaning so that I'm so that I do enjoy them more so that the the trend in our well-being is progress is going up is uplift and if not delight (laughs) then at least contentment and satisfaction in the lives that we're living how's that for a uh, Friday morning folks that is just one tiny snippet of the things that my head is filled with after another incredible weekend of deep diving. I have so many more notes and so many more things I'm going to be exploring um, as I dive into my homework this month. I can't wait to share some other insights and thoughts in upcoming weeks of happy class. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate so many of you have sent notes and messages saying that you enjoy this show and I'm so glad. Thanks so much for joining me on the journey. This podcast is sponsored by Skylight Frame. Mother's Day is almost here. What are you getting her? Something that shows you care. Something that makes her feel loved. Something that won't stress you out. Something like the Skylight Frame. The Skylight Frame is the perfect gift. It's a touchscreen photo frame your whole family can upload photos to from wherever they are in the world. It's a way to share with her all the moments that matter. It sets up in seconds. You can even make sure that it's already loaded with photos when your mom opens her Mother's Day gift. And her Skylight Frame can hold thousands of the treasured photos you share. It's an easy, heartfelt way for mom to stay connected with those who matter most. It really is the perfect gift. Now, as a special Mother's Day offer for our listeners, Get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash easy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightframe.com slash easy.